0: Alright, hi, and welcome to the Notebook News Podcast. I am your host, Adam Taylor. This podcast is mainly going to be about RPG games, tabletop games, online multiplayer games, and other PC games. We'll probably include some technology, manga, and anime news in this podcast as well, but we'll just have to see. A lot of content is to be expected in future episodes. Actually... That would probably be our first feedback request is to send any RPG news links or sites that you have to my email, to the podcast's email actually, at thenotebooknews at com. Thanks. In this podcast we'll have some interesting features such as the cheesy gamer, which is about cheesy online like Flash games and such. Uh... We will have overview of random D&D books, and hopefully some other RPG content. I myself am a, am a full D&D RPGer, so this podcast will probably only have D&D content, but I'm not entirely sure yet, I'll have to see what I can get. This is our first episode of the podcast, and it's going to sound completely screwed up. Just because this is literally probably my 12th time recording or even writing this podcast. At first, the uh, rec- first recorded version and the script was completely destroyed by spyware. And then we had some other problems unable just completely erasing every recorded copy of this podcast that I made. It's like something came down from the heavens or something and kept me from recording this podcast. But I have it fixed and I should be able to get this up soon. I would really love to receive any comments, suggestions, or anything you want to email me at thenotebooknews at gmail.com or if you visit the podcast's website, it's only really a blog for now, at grimsnotebook.blogspot.com. I'll have hopefully all the information about the podcast and the newest editions of the podcast up every day. And that they're up anyway. And then I'll, you can put comments on there. I have links for you to subscribe to iTunes and anything else. And and I'd love to hear an audio. I'll get that up on the show if you leave me an audio or email me an MP3 or something you want to put on the show. I'll definitely get that up here and take your suggestions into mind. Thank you. And we don't have any bumpers theme songs or anything for this um, podcast, which really sucks, but hopefully that'll change, just, I'll have to get them, but I do have one preview for a podcast, the Dragon Landing Inn podcast it's a great podcast about tabletop gaming and RPG gaming, and they have some awesome features like the Frugal Gamer, the um, the, a new one called Pit My Campaign, which is if you need help for misleading campaign in your gaming or anything like that they can turn it around and hopefully get it started back up for you here is this promo uh-huh. hi
1: there friend welcome to the dragon's landing Inn. Come in from the cold and warm yourself by the fire. Wow, thanks a lot. (laughs) It's downright cold out there. If you're looking for something to eat, we've got a feast of ideas and advice for tabletop RPG players over there. Uh Uh-huh. And in the back room, we have interviews with gaming industry insiders. Uh, right. And out here in the common room, we have lots of good, hearty discussion about all kinds of RPGs and accessories. So, what can I get for you? One podcast later... Little mugger bear wouldn't do us any harm. No little mugger bear wouldn't do us any harm. Visit the Dragon's Landing Podcast at www.dragonslanding.com.
0: I guess I'll start with our first feature, the cheesy gamer. whatsoever. But this week's game is the Kingdom of Loathing. This game is mainly just for sarcasm and a good laugh, really, but I guess if you get really into a game from the start, you'd like this game, And but I thought that it would really get old if you kept playing over and over, so I played it one day just to get a laugh and it was pretty funny. All the graphics are drawn in stick person form. You start out at your campsite, and to do your first quest, you must go to a mountain called a mountain, and then go to a place called Noob Tower, I think. And then you talk to a bird and begin your quest. Some of these quests involve getting stupid stuff like a string and ball, evil funny, bu- fuzzy bunny livers from a place that has fuzzy fuzzy bunnies in it, and yet the name of the place has dire in it. Explain that. You can choose from six different classes, including the Steel Clubber and the Cordian Thief. Some <laughs> professionally drawn places include the Barrel Full of Barrels, the Bugbear Bakery, and the misspelled Cemetery. And it is spelled C-E-M-E-T-A-R-Y instead of C-E-M-E-T-E-R-Y. <laughs> <laughs> I have encountered a couple of really funny monsters in the game, including a Sabertooth Lime, quite a few Ninja Snowmen, and a Menacing booge giant. The booge Giant has a couple sarcastic things to say, and if you fight him before you get high enough level, he'll just kick the living crap out of you. But most likely, you're not stupid like I was, and you won't encounter them until you're over high enough level. But that was just me. On even more serious note of this game, there are several different armors you can pick up. I have collected the Extreme Mittens and the Meatloaf Helmet. The Meatloaf Helmet is basically you wearing a giant piece of meatloaf on your head. Not much protection there, but I don't know. The extreme mittens keep your hands extremely warm, and that's it. Which is kind of stupid, because most of the places you go to is warm places. This game has some original, very original quests and monsters and everything, but it'd be very funny to see a commercial for it. ta ta hear like lightning in the background. The Kingdom of Loathing. And just see like a fuzzy bunny walking around and some dude with a pasta pan hitting it upside the head. But whatever. And that's it for today's Cheesy Gamer. In upcoming weeks we have planned Stick RPG, Beyond's ProEllium, and more Beyond games. In case y'all are wondering, Beyond stands for Build Your Own Net Dream. And it is a program you can get it at beyond.com. B-Y-O-N-D and it you download it and you there's like millions of um um peer made games that you can download and there's actually quite a few ones I play every now and then and you can if you get good enough with the scripting and the tools and everything you can create your own game and i've seen some start there and go on to be real video games for pc or online and hopefully i'll talk about some of them on the show as well since I'm looking through it, I'll just get some random Game Master news up here. During March 2nd to March 4th, um, some stores and websites are participating in Game Master Day, which is officially Sunday, March 4th. And, this is the day where we pay those hard-working Game Masters off. I, myself, would enjoy that if I had any money to spend on this stuff, but particularly, I don't, so it doesn't work out. But, 30% 30% off some stuff, some people go all the way up till, all the way up to 50% off, at first I just looked at these ads and were like, a GM's day, huh, not really worth my time, but, you know, being all powerful, an all powerful GM does require a lot of effort, not to toot my own horn, but, and... Several publishers are offering sales on specific things, but most of them are just specific or just general categories. You can get um, deals off, and it actually seems kind of cool. Also, a uh, Gen Con update for if y'all don't know, a Gen Con is a one of those gaming cons that you can go to and. They have different events and stuff, but... I'm not here to talk about that, but... Goodman Games is looking for a few good Dungeon Masters. So, if you... So, according to them, if you'd like to be a DM in the coolest RPG tournament at Con, Email them at info at goodmangames.com. Info at goodmangames.com. If you... You have to tell them about your DMing experience especially in convention events and competitions We're, they're only looking for the best of the best. So, if you just say, "Hey, you want to learn how to be a DM." Don't go. You probably get mocked for the rest of your life. But hopefully just cuz I want to be nice today, I hope you don't. Now it's time to look at The Tome of Magic. What I want to know is why why don't why didn't wizard wizards of the coast bring back the Tome of Magic as one of their official books. I mean, it was a AD&D book, so why not bring it back as a new one? It was a very good resource, in my opinion, for that time period. I realize that they have other spell archives, but just I, liked, I really like the way that the Tome of Magic was set up. It had it divided by the classes and everything. It came with nice illustrations and pretty good s- spells and they don't even bother to use those spells anymore. It's like they just didn't like it at all. I use that as my only spell archive, book-wise. And make up, when I write my own spells, I put them in there. When I get my spell data off of Dra- the Dragon's Foot spell archive at dragonsfoot.org, I print that off and put it in there. Even the update booklets, the spells parts, I cut out and put in there, photocopy in there. I've bought that off of eBay. It was a reject. It was withdrawn from the library and you can actually find nice ones that way. I mean, second edition stuff can be used for a lot of things I, and the Tome of Magic even has a spell section for um summoning or blessings for the deities and gods and goddesses and it works well with the really well with the um advanced legends and dragons. DTS and Demigods, and I'm um, I'm not entirely sure, but I'm almost a hundred percent sure that it works good with the current edition. DTS de- and Demigods. Wizards can keep the DTS and Demigods, but not this Tome of Magic. What's with that? But actually, my friend Levi, he's going to be on here a couple times. He said that Wizards originally had that out, and then they changed the title at the last minute just because of TSR, for some reason, still own the copyrights. I'm not sure, but that's what a couple other sources said as well.
1: Have you ever wanted to build your own world or universe from the ground up and then tell stories in that imagined world? Writers, webcomic, and comic artists, filmmakers, game designers, and role players alike build worlds of fantasy, science fiction, and horror that become the reality that their characters inhabit. The Shakespeare and Dragons World Building 101 podcast is an English teacher's perspective about world building, fantasy settings, and game design from a literary point of view. This is the interactive online show about the craft of building fantasy worlds for use in role-playing games and storytelling. In this course, we focus on the goals and methods of creating a rich and immersive fantasy world that others will want to explore. And, the story world is a place for composing rich and varied adventures with interesting and appealing characters. Being an English teacher, I unearth the buried and seemingly boring tools of the literary world such as characterization, themes, and plot structure, and dust them off to reinvent them for today's storytellers and gamers. In this classroom, we might deconstruct films like Star Wars, Serenity, and Seven Samurai to examine dramatic foils. Mine Shakespeare for themes for a space opera or use poetic imagery as a tool to texture our fantasy settings. In other words, this is the English class I wish I had in school. Shakespeare and Dragons is a show for gamers, writers, artists, and dreamers who have never lost the childhood power of make-believe. Come be a part of this interactive show at imaginaryworlds.net, the Fantasy Network. The Does My Geek Look Big In This? podcast. Yeah. It's just chocker full of... Beer! Gaming, films and TV stuff. Stuff, you know. Cat handling. Cat handling. Beer drinking. <laughs> Beer drinking? Beer drinking. <laughs> Beer
0: handling. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't know. How do you describe role playing? Who cares? What does it smell like? Armpit. Um, Armpit? Oh, That's not good. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Pass it over here. Dude, it does. It sounds a bit weird, actually.
0: www.doesmygeek.com.
1: Okay, guys. Roll to hit the Vampire Gazebo. Uh, yeah. Hey guys, what are you doing? Role-playing? Oh, no, it's that guy. Uh, no, we're not doing anything. We're just, uh, watching TV. Aw, that's too bad, because I brought along my new gaming girlfriend. Hello, boys.
0: Mind if I max out on charisma?
1: Whoa! Hey, did you get that hot gaming girlfriend from listening to Gamer the Podcasting? Yeah, of course! Gamer the Podcasting does not actually get you a hot gamer girlfriend. What it actually does is give you useful advice on tabletop role-playing, live-action role-playing, and all other forms of role-playing games. Sometimes we talk about other games. We can do whatever we want. It's our own podcast. Visit us on the web at www.gameofthepodcasting.blogspot.com.
0: Yeah, I hope this comes as clear as it sounds on here, but I just wanted to ask something so y'all could have something to talk about on your podcast, and I actually was wondering for my game, what would happen if something or someone devoured a bag of devouring? Would it devour them from the inside out? Would they turn into some monster of devouring? Please help me as one of my characters is trying to do that in my game. And I do not know what would happen, so I
1: don't know how to handle this. Thanks. And good luck with the podcast.
0: That was sent to us on audio from the blog. I don't know how clear you expected that to come out exactly, because it didn't come out very clear at all. And of course, our crappy editing just made it worse, but whatever. And, bag of devouring to devour one. Hmm. You know, I've never really thought about that. What would happen? Hmm. Well, I guess you could, like roll for initiative or fortitude or something but my guess is it would that over uh, about a day it would it would basically just devour your insides and leave you as an empty hole for some random necromancer to come up and reanimate you into a zombie I guess That'd be something I would do, but... Who would be stupid enough to devour a bag of devouring? I would... I would have them... It depends on the characters in your game, but I would have them... Have whoever devoured the bag stupid, stupidly... I would have them being eaten from the inside out... And have some kind of magic user... Get it out of... Create a spell and get it... Erase it from his body. Whether it's through the toilet or... Vomiting or whatever. And then have something else... Re... Replace the organs back in his body. Now this could actually help him because any cancer or... Any such like that... That was previously in his body would be wiped out when the organs were destroyed. So that could actually be something that would help them, but they'd have to be really lucky to survive it. Well, what do you, what do y'all think about that? Send us an audio or write in the Notebook News at gmail.com, or leave a comment on the blog, and we'll get those up there. And hopefully, we'll get back to you. But I think you should just have it have them halfway die, and then him luckily be saved if he rolls high enough. That's just my opinion, but... I remember, I'm Adam Taylor, your host. Any comments, suggestions, or anything, post a comment on the blog or an audio at Grim's Notebook at Blogspot. GrimmsNotebook.blogspot.com or write in at thenotebooknews at gmail.com or you can email me your MP3 that if you want me to play it on here at thenotebooknews at gmail.com Hopefully see you next week. www.dwarventavern.net slash dtr.htm where to go for RPG and fantasy news, reviews, interviews, anecdotes, and stories. That's www.dwarventavern.net slash dtr.htm. Dwarven Tavern Radio. Let's see if you get a <laughs> initiative check to, well, hit the bop. Oh, <coughs> and there's the phone.